Luminous Journey. Leon is dead. He fell on Sunday and broke a leg. Two days after his presumed rebound from surgery, he died peacefully in his sleep. He was 100 years old. Short, Jewish, with a big nose and a huge presence, Leon was a maverick and something of a flirt. He lived in Southern California and until two years ago drove an immaculate white Buick with powder blue interior. That he drove a car so late into his 90s was a bone of contention for his family, the family of my dear friend and best yoga buddy, Andy, Leon's grandson. I did not get to have a vote in the driving dispute, but when Andy called to ruminate and kvetch a little bit about Leon driving, I asked him if the glistening white chariot had any dings or dents. It's pristine, he intoned, somewhat deflated, as he vacillated about joining the license revocation camp of his family, his concern for the public good outweighing his concern for Leon's delight in independent transportation. The car was so big, Leon would not have been injured in the event of a mishap, though anyone struck by the beast would not fare as well. In my mind, the perfect state of the car's exterior warranted another few miles with its cautious driver. Perhaps he is driving it now on his luminous journey. I did not ever meet Leon, and he did not know of me, but I loved him just the same. Whenever Andy visited him, I'd ask for stories of their adventures in that big white car. I pictured Andy in dark sunglasses and a purple tuxedo, lounging in the back seat, sipping a bar heel gin. Andy is a Birkenstock kind of guy, so the purple tux was only ever imagined in the company of Leon and on that powder blue bench seat. My imagination notwithstanding, Andy and Leon vacationed often together. One year, they went to Poland. When Leon visited the Auschwitz-Birkenau State Museum, Andy hopped a plane to Norway to visit with overly tall blonde women. While he is significantly taller than Leon was, he is still a full head shorter than those blondes. During Leon's stay in the hospital, his beloved Dodgers were winning the opening game of the World Series. When Andy learned of the coincidence, he called to make sure his granddad could watch them on television from his bed. He died before the Tampa Bay Rays picked up the second game. Born in 1920, just after the 1919 influenza pandemic caused by an H1N1 virus, Leon's life was a rich and exciting adventure bracketed by human disaster. In hospital during the current pandemic, Leon was not allowed visitors. Imagining his full and speedy recovery, Leon had never been sick a day in his life. His family did not gather from across the country to cluster at his bedside. Leon died alone. Or did he? Leon had been a lifelong Republican. Andy described a visit with him to the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley. My friend had been amused by the jelly beans, but both he and Leon delighted in exploring the Reagan-era Air Force One together. Before Leon died, 
He'd gathered his nurses round to brag that he finally crossed over and had cast his vote for Joe Biden. I imagine his nurses were all tall, blonde women cooing over him and congratulating him on his wise choice. I don't think he died alone. He was surrounded by like-minded friends. I'll bet that Buick is filled with them right now.